I am Eddie Colazzo, and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hey! 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 How's it going? Good. How is your, um, regular academia? Oh, my normal academia, it's, uh, it's, it's good. I'm, I, I go to faculty offices and they say, hey Brooks, what are you going to do for your dissertation? And I say, I don't know. And then they say (laughs) work on that and I say, thank you so much. And then I leave and that's it. Uh, for me, I've taught six uh, t- some total of six days of school and okay. i wish i was dead <laughs> out of out of sleep or out of the out kids of, are mean to you no the oh, kids okay. are the kids are very nice and they call me mr c which i didn't sign off on but they just kind of right. decided was a thing and i i said uh judge voice on tv i'll allow it uh-huh um I uh, I don't know it's if kind, it's kind of the whole waking up at 5 30 in the morning thing that's, that's not, uh, now that's weird to me uh-huh. Because my earliest class is at uh, 2 o'clock in, in the afternoon. Okay, well, these kids start their day at a brisk 7.40 in the morning, so... Yeah. yeah. The, the famous time of kids. When I... Yeah, when when I'm I'm president, I'm going to say don't do that. Uh-huh. Let's start at, like, 10. I'm trying... I You can... You know, you, try, you turn on Kids WB and you watch 12 minutes of Bakugan, and then you gotta go to school. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just... Their bodies aren't built for it. And next week, um, I'm teaching my first, like, full lesson. Uh-huh. And it gets to be about the good story of the Cask of Amontillado, so... Oh, okay. That's kind of a spooky one, right? Kind of a spooky one. I'm looking forward to that. Nice. For the love of God. Have you ever read one. Ethan Frome? I have not. Book fucking sucks. Okay. <laughs> is It's a whole book book, or is it like a, a it's like a, It's like a novella, but it's like a whole... It's like a self-contained. It's like a brisk hundred pages or some shit and it's okay. about some guy and his girlfriend and they die on a sled or something oh i don't really remember nice. um when in january like after this semester basically what happens is the teacher goes you're the teacher now and it's yeah. your class but we so we have to come up with lessons but it's still based on their kind of curriculum okay. so that means one of the books i'll be working with children with is uh the mockingbird one the Harper's Lee. The, the Harper's Lee Mockingbird of Killing. Okay. So kind of some fun words in that book that I was forced to say in sixth grade. Oh. Uh, mm, so yeah. I'm kind of already uh, <laughs> kind of dealing with with how we're going to approach yeah, that. Yeah, because that's very much a thing that I forgot about in grade school. But you you pull out fucking Mark Samuel Clemens' fam- famous racism book. And mm-hmm. a lot of kids, I gotta say, can get excited about having license to say slurs in class. Because I remember reading it in class in sixth grade, and I said, I don't want to do this. And uh, my lovely teacher, who's uh, Miss Betty Ann Sfugatakis, okay, she said, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was problematic in sixth grade. See, that was me, except it was the Crucible, and I was cast as Reverend Paris, and I had to say hell, and I said, uh-uh, okay. I don't wanna. Hey, in my... Um, in, uh, American literature class, we are doing the Crucible, so nice. Come after, because uh, I have fucking three classes I have to juggle. But luckily, it's just like the teacher has the plan already, and I just have to say, do this. So right now, it's the Cast of Amontillado, uh, Beowulf, 
and I think the Crucible is what we'll be dealing with. You should show up to Kill a Mockingbird Day in that my favorite Halloween costume of all time, which is Scout's sort of ham costume. Yes, that Scout wears, and I don't know if I don't even know if she does it in the book, but in the in the old in the old times in the Gold Rush era movie of To Kill a Mockingbird, there's a very funny ham costume, and then Bro- mm. Boo Radley is there. I don't really remember much of what happened, but I remember watching it in middle school and being like fucking sick. One time, uh, Kim's niece was a big box of goldfish crackers for Halloween. Okay. That was a good one to me. I did like that. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the ham picture from To Kill a Mockingbird. I love it. That's just going to be my whole less, like whole unit plan. Yeah. About the ham costume. Every frame of painting. <laughs> uh, but hey, this is, this is the music podcast where we talk about songs that are recorded and we mm-hmm. listen to them. And this week, we are talking about The Knife Man. Uh-huh. By Edg- <laughs> AJJ, as they're known now. Uh-huh. Uh, remember when they were Andrew Jackson Jihad, and then people got mad that they were SJWs for changing their name? But Yeah. But then they, the songs they do, kind of... You know, you would think, like, yeah... Well, really what you mean you about how they mad. have a whole song about, like, how white privilege is, like, it's real? It's, it, it's real, yeah. Well, the cool thing about that is that I I've discovered in my time that you you look at the punk scene and you you immediately think wow everybody's cool and nice and then oh, you, you spend oh my friend. you spend for more than one second in that scene and you realize hey hmm it's a very I I remember always joking about um, the famous uh, beloved politician of Paul Ryan saying his favorite band is Rage Against the Machine right and it's like how can you do that but then you get into any type of punk related scene and you're like oh yeah that's yeah everyone. it's all super cool and then joyce manor is like hey listen like there we would like to have like young people and like and like women with small frames uh at our shows could you please not like stage dive onto could them you- like huge 40 year old punks and they're all like this is fucking bullshit gg allen didn't die for this gg <laughs> allen didn't die for this this is america yeah i like the cops now the arrest of Mr. <laughs> Manor for not letting me stage dive onto children at their shows. Right. And though, that's that, that's how Paul Ryan gets to stay in the scene, you know? Exactly. That, that's, <laughs> I'm a single-issue voter. <laughs> and it's, I want to stage dive onto small children. Yeah. Uh, so, this album, Knife Man, by AJJ. Uh, I like it. Cool. But it makes me feel very bad. Yeah, I've kind of had a... You know, I've listened to this album 800 times, but it does put you in a certain headspace, doesn't it? I I think it's more like the ending, that that's like the last note you go out on. And it's like, I feel kind of down now. When you realize that you are a knife. You're the knife man. When you are... When you... Then who was Knife Man? You spend 47 minutes learning about this mysterious Knife Man who's very sad, and then Sean looks directly at the camera and says, actually, it's a mirror, it's you. Actually, it's you are, you are the Knife Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me let me click and open Borat the voice my page wife, man. Uh, for Knife Man, and we'll get started with the first <laughs> first track. A lot of good, good song titles on this they one. They bring you in with a sort of a light, loose, sort of sardonic tone. <laughs> yeah, the Michael Jordan of drunk driving. Uh-huh. Which is good to me. And it's a short one. It comes it's in a, sh- a tight 22 seconds. Tight, tight 22. Uh, he played his final game tonight. Yeah, so it's about a guy who was lonely and he died in, in a in a drunk driving accident because he was he was very good at it, but he you caught up with him. And that's it. 
<laughs> it's pretty much it. It's like yeah, it's like acoustic guitar. Yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the guy who commented. I find this to be one of the best and most chilling songs ever written. <laughs> that's that's me on the genius. Yeah, page. move over Hemingway. I like how the the uh, like description of the track is as long as the entire lyrics. Right, it's good to me. Uh, Hemingway so, fucking, oh, I can write a sad song in only six words. And then Sean Bonnet was smiling serenely and says, I can do it in like 30. Check it out. Check, check it out. Here it is. Um, it's good. It's a good, <laughs> always, I'm always on the first, you know, has the first song of the album sound to set the tone. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty good on this one. Yeah. And it's a good, it's good because this is where their sound sort of, this is sort of the electric Dylan phase of AJJ where they used to be. You know, they would strum on an acoustic guitar and say, I'm a lady killer and you're pretty late. That was sort of their thing for like and the then, first while. And then the guy would also play the, the big, the big bass. That yeah, there was, up. there was the big Ben, tall Ben, who has a mm-hmm. big tall instrument that fits him. Mm-hmm. Um, he would play the upright one. And then they got some more members and then they, they plugged in their guitars and then they realized that they could be louder. And that's sort of where we get into Gift of the Magi to Return of the Magi. It's so good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this 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 is this one has the distortion that the kids love. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I used to be a dead guy. Now I'm a fucking Jedi. Just the kind of a good way to start mm-hmm. a song. Um, I did uh, not like this one when I was growing up because because, that, because they used electric guitars and you're a purist. Yeah, because it, <laughs> the, at the end of the song, he's like, "Fuck God, anyway, God is obsolete," and uh-huh. didn't care for that very much. Uh, but, but, but now you've kind of, you don't like it, but you, you allow it. Yeah. Well then I, I really like the, oh my God, thinks my jokes are funny sentiment. I like that. Uh Um, this song. So I don't, I don't expect that you have seen the music video for this one. I have not. So this music video, it just sort of, it's recorded on like a camcorder from the back like the tailgate of a truck and it's just sean and he's running down a street as it's going like 20 miles an hour and people mm-hmm. are just kind of like standing on the side of the road like parade style just kind of like throwing like silly string and confetti and like pies at him the whole time as he tries to like keep singing mm-hmm. and uh it's you know it's a, it's a it's a fine music video it was filmed in gainesville right to the only ajj show they've ever done in central florida that i didn't go to uh-huh. So I just wanted to point out that I could have been in that music video and I didn't because I had tummy that day and I couldn't go. <sighs> yeah, dude. That's yeah. Just, that's how it is. But the song's good. The song's good. It's like, what you know the gift of the Magi about how people care about each other and give them gifts? Well, what if they didn't like the gifts? A, f- a funny thing. Um, in my Sorry to talk about my teaching forever, but uh, one of my teachers was like, hey, we this is the short story unit. And I have two that, like, I pick, and then the third one is usually whatever, so if there's one you like, you can pick that one. And mm-hmm. I look through, I, ha- I have my own teacher's editions of giant books, so I feel like, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. I am, I am the I'm man, the knife the man now. I'm the knife man now. And I was thinking of either doing Gift of the Magi or The Most Dangerous Game. Okay. But I don't know, because I like The Most Dangerous Game more than Gift of the Magi, but he wants to do a, a thing about irony like a unit on that okay so that's kind of so you're gonna is, make the, the kids listen to chapo i'm gonna make the kids listen to chapo and yeah and, and then they're they're all gonna have funny internet jokes about hillary rodham clinton uh-huh. but i after the cask of amontillado i don't know if i want to do another guy killing another guy story yeah sure <laughs> i kind of want to branch out so we might take a look at gift of the magi one 
the the Magi begins. Uh huh. Yeah, just just kind of a, a side of my life again. <laughs> anyway, uh, the husband divorced his wife after she cut her hair because she was way less fuckable, and that's just unforgivable. It is, yeah. And they also do the thing that we've talked about before that I like, where it's the stronger than dirt at the end. Except they just he ends the song by saying "Go Suns" because because they're from Phoenix. they're from Phoenix, yeah. The fam- the famous uh, place that no one should live of Arizona. Yeah, so on on the famous episode like eight of Fun Point, we're finally talking, we're finally branching out from New Jersey, and we're going over to Arizona briefly. I, I'm going to give you a little preview of Two Weeks Into the Future. My next pick is from another country. Okay, so we're taking it. We're taking a continental flight. Old else. Jersey, old to old Jersey, as it's known. Oh yeah, we do have a Patreon pick coming up. This one, yeah, we just do. To, just to tease the uh, listeners who don't read the entire description. Yeah, for people who are like, fuck folk punk, but I need some, I need five minutes to listen to something. Just skip to the end of this one. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, up next is American Tune. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear about white privilege? What? It's, uh, I, one of my mom's, when I used to check um, Facebook, one of my mom's favorite things to complain about was white privilege and how it doesn't exist because she grew up poor. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know, and that's just how it is. That's just, things are just that simple and... <laughs> It, she she proved them wrong. She did yeah. it. Another 22-second song from Sean, where this one's just like the Michael Jordan of white privilege didn't, didn't <laughs> Eddie's, exist. Eddie's mom made her final <laughs> post tonight. Uh, yeah, so let me see a penny on the ground. I leave it alone or fucking flip it. So this is... Okay, so this is where... Um, this is where I sort of dip my toe into the punk scene in 2011 and then I saw everybody talking about the song, and then I realized that it wasn't for me, because even I was writing about this for my notes, and you can even see it in the actual comments of the Genius page if you scroll down, where the top comment is like, how can people think that this song is meant to be taken seriously? He's obviously being sarcastic and pointing out how if you, you can still, like, privilege doesn't matter, because he grew up white and straight and male and still has it bad. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely... It's definitely super about the plight of white people, for sure. It really is, and how bad they have it. There's, like, I, there's, I had this fucking... So as I was going through this, like, angry posting phase about this, there's, like, Sean, the lead singer, even, like, appears on this fucking, like, hip-hop song, and it's, he fucking, uh, it's called Civil War by Soul, and it's just mm-hmm. him rapping about literally, like, how white privilege is real and a problem. Mm-hmm. But people want to believe what they want to believe, and they're like, Oh, uh, no, my 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 favorite singer of AJJ wouldn't have growth and eventually grow out of, like, writing severely misogynist songs, like, in the past and grow. No, he's going to be that forever. There's the Lady Killer one, right? Yeah, that's the one that they, like, don't play anymore, but there's always, like, <laughs> drunk assholes at every show that's like, Lady Killer! Um, it's not to, even a good song. To talk about, to relate it to the, the past Streetline Manifesto episode, um, before uh, the singer Thomas, and he was, like, 13, and him and his friends just made an album, uh-huh. and uh, one of the songs on it is, I forget what it's called, but the it's Mrs. Buttersworth's Something Something. Okay. And it's just, like... I I don't even remember what it's about, but it was like a decent song for like, especially when you find that like a fourteen-year-old wrote this. But there's always someone at a streetlight show who's like, "Play Mrs. Buttersworth," 
Yeah. And sometimes he's just like, I'm not going to fucking do that. <laughs> like, it's embarrassing. I won't do it. Is it Miss, Mrs. Butterworth's indestructible bomb shelter? Probably. Something like that. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. And it's like a fine song, but you can tell, like, this is written by a child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. no doubt. And you just kind of, you know, people grow. Come yeah. on. And it's um, it's a fucking, it's a good song. And it's like, you say, you know, and... I could get a girl pregnant and just as easily flee, just like my straight white white male dad dad did to me. And it's like, it's fucking, but people point to that line and they're like, you see, he, he had it bad, even though it's, he's straight and white and male. And it's like, no, it's fucking cyclical. And it's, it's the opposite of what you're saying. It's the opposite to me. Yeah. (laughs) Let me have this band. Uh, So anyways, that's that one. That's that one. It's good. It is. A, it's a fun. It's got a fun kazoo in it. I like it. The kazoo. I didn't know it because the first time I played this, I listened to it in my car driving home from school. Yeah. And I I do drive a hundred million miles per hour because I'm very good at driving. But at the same and time, all, you were you were Marge Simpson sitting alone in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> but I, <laughs> where I was going with that <laughs> is all like the wind noise from driving on the highway. I didn't notice the kazoo until I listened to it again at home with my. With my supreme quality audio yeah, yeah, setup, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh my god, this is a lot of kazoo." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're kind of a kazoo heavy band sometimes. Yeah, but it, it's it's good to me. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, the next one get, like, is backpack. Up, yeah, yeah. This one's pretty fucked up, dude. Yeah, I you know it's I don't skip it because it's a bad song, but it's a really fucking brutal one. Yeah, just kind of a lot. I don't know what specifically to like. Hey, this one is violent and like some bad imagery of yeah, painful, it's really things. explicit imagery of like finding your lover dead. Yeah, and it's like it's not. The thing that I think of when I think of this song is how like in like the chorus area he just sings like, and I don't like it. Yeah, and like it's a really effective way of being. And we do it all the time, like kind of as a goof. Mm-hmm. But it's like here it actually like. Is really evocative. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of all I got on this one. This this one is when I first said, "Oh, this is gonna be a one that makes me feel bad." Yeah, but then he talks about jerking off in the next song, so you know it's kind of a roller coaster, kind of a yeah. Back I and don't forth. I don't really know how to approach this one for my. Uh, yeah. I've only listened to this album a few times. I'm no expert on the adjective, but. Yeah. It's, it's it's a good song. It's slow and evocative, and there's nothing in the song worthy of making jokes about. So we can move yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, the next song is called Distance. Next one, on the other hand, is called Distance. And this is um, all of us after leaving P. Got Me. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah. Is this the one about uh, what? What's the one about putting on sweatpants? That's, that's Hey Rain right? on Me, which okay. is coming up soon. This, this one is the is one about... that's, I hate whiny fucking songs like this, but I can't afford a therapist. Sorry, guys, here's a solo. Sorry, guys, here's a solo? Like, I laughed out loud. It's really good, and it's not a bad solo. It's a, it's, the solo fits the song. It's Yeah, it's kind of like, it's like a, you know, it's a lazy one, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so the first verse is <laughs> just the being uh, apart from someone and then kind of... Yeah, it's kind of a long-distance relationship. That. You, you know, when you're newly alone, you do certain things just sort of robotically. You gotta feed the dog, you gotta crank the hog, you gotta do all kinds of things just because you gotta. Just, yeah, because you have to. Um, it's good. I like this one. Yeah, this one, it's a fun one. Mm-hmm. And it's... 
It's, it says the thing that he says a lot in this album, which is, if I was in uh, Dr. C's class and he was like, what's the thesis statement of Knife Man? Y'all heard of motifs? Yeah, what's a repeating uh, motif in this one? I would say about how it's harder to be yourself than it is to be anybody else. Okay, because I, I was like, I was thinking that comes up again, but I yeah. couldn't remember. It comes up in Big Bird. Yeah, Big Bird. Yeah. It's harder to be yourself than it is to be anybody else. Yeah, and like in fucking, in People 2 2... There's like, you know, hey, everybody's got it bad, but you're, the way that you suffer is unique and that's beautiful, but it's also bad. Per, it does, be, doesn't make you. it less bad. Everyone has their own. Yeah. Nice man. That's and then he looks is. directly at the camera and he says, and white people have it the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and this time I'm being sincere. <laughs> I really mean it. Yeah. I'm being sincere in this one. Anyways, I'm going to dress up like the devil and talk about fucking him in this next song. So the next song is called Fuck the Devil with Two C's. Yeah, it's it's the And I do spelling. believe this one starts, I'm gonna fuck the devil in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then he talks about how he needs to train to fuck the devil. Just kind of a, a rocky montage of, uh, of, of gaining... He went to the hyperbolic time chamber to fuck the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now he's, <laughs> he's, he's come out stronger. Yeah, he was wearing 200 pounds of weights all over his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna quit my job because I've got another job, and I don't need to work two jobs. I guess you could call me lucky. Kazoo. Kazoo. Uh, yeah. I, as someone working, basically working two jobs and not getting paid, I'm like, damn. Damn. You know how it is. Damn, Sean. Damn, Sean. You, you, you're like a smart guy and you know things. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I bet you're lying, though. (laughs) This is. The I bet this song about alcoholism is actually about how it's good. It's good. The flask is an alcoholic's paintbrush. So you you know it's like the tool that the artist uses to to create. And that's uh, it. And and that's where the song ends. Period. End of sentence. And the sort of somber tone of the song has nothing to do with it. No, it's good. Uh. Anything out? So yeah, again, like this one has this one, and because the things that I've seen are turning me into a shitty human being, uh huh. It's like every time, I'm like, wow, I'm enjoying this song, and then at the end, I become Mark Simpson. Yeah, he started. Stated. Yeah, he fucking he has a he has a quality where I'm like, this is a pretty good song, and then like the last stanza, he always just like starts fucking working me like a heavy bag and just like hitting me in the torso over and over again, and it's like, ow, <laughs> ooh, oof, ow, Sean. Uh, not to derail the conversation, but I did get a, te- a text from my my dad, famous nice. dad of the show, Edgardo Colasso Sr. And earlier, I told, tomorrow, me and Kim, her friend got like, they're like, oh, we rented a lake house, so let's all, like, friends, come here and have fun on a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that. but <laughs> Fun can't I'll, be me. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. And I told him about it, and he's like, son, whatever you do, don't go in the water. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, I... Don't think I will, but he's like, listen, I've been fishing a lot, and I've caught sharks. There are sharks in the water. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know, that's, like, where they live, but this is kind of a lake, and it's not, like, the ocean where you fish. And he's like, okay, after we after we talk, I'm going to send you a picture. Uh-huh. And he sends a picture of him, like, it's these two guys at a pier, and they're, like, wrangling a shark to the floor. Papa catch a shark. Pop, pop, I don't think Papa caught a shark on this one. It's, like, okay. two other guys. So in the frame, it's, like, two guys wrangling a shark, and he's standing on the side pointing at it. And the text says, I told you, be careful when you get in the water. <laughs> Son, <laughs> you have to so... be careful around the ocean water. There's red tide, which is a lot like pink eye. <laughs> no! <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> Allow me to explain. 
Uh, yeah, so just kind of some more good advice from him. He's, but this means he's also scared of the water now, so uh, we can get him on the show. Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Hate Rain on Me. Yeah. Here's the, this is the sort of I'm not okay of the album. It's sort of the hit single, the one that people, they know. Uh, you ever wish you had a bullet big enough to kill the fucking sun? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Every once in a while. And it's, you yeah. know, it's it starts out with, the, it's you know, you open up the old sparkling water or mm-hmm. be- alcohol, mm-hmm. and then it goes into these cool riffs, but it's a really cool rock song about lying in your bed until 4 p.m. every day, to me. Mm-hmm. Which is, especially when this album came out in my first semester of community college, I was kind of like, yeah. Uh-huh. Like, now I'm like, I, I know I get this song, but now after I do my whole day of teaching in, like... A, a, a shirt and 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 the tie and big shoes. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I just want to. I, I, I hate come, my big adult shoes. My big adult brown shoes and my shiny black ones. Yeah. And then I I get into the house and in one swift motion I backflip through the air and do like a like a Power Ranger transformation and it's just a t shirt and a pajamas and then I'm immediately rigid in bed. Uh huh. So I, that's what I want to be. <laughs> Yeah, I've kind of I've kind of been employing the technique of just leaving a pair of basketball shorts right by on the couch right by my front door. So then every day when I come home, basketball shorts. Yeah, I just put on my huge basketball shorts and I <laughs> and then I just put my jeans there and I pick them up on the way out the door the next time I need to not wear basketball shorts somewhere. It's Usually efficient. just to school. Yeah, it's it's more of an efficiency thing than anything. Yeah, yeah. and I do uh, want to put on my sweatpants. But I also do want to give a shit again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like that sometimes. It does be like that. Sometimes you just want to sit in your sweatpants and it's hard to break that trend and it's good. And sometimes I get shitty about like, you know, the hit single from my favorite band, you know, and it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, Modest Mouse, you like fucking float on. It's like, sort of. But this song, (laughs) this song still rules and I still like it a lot. Uh, this is like one of their like big hits or like the popular yeah, I mean, one on yeah, Spotify. Like, it was the one that like fucking uh Pitchfork was like, ah, Knife Man album coming out and here's their lead single. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, because it does do a good job of kind of like, hey, here's what you're going to get for the rest of yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's uh. it's big guitar, big sad sweatpants. There you go. Got it. Got it in one. Got it in one. Uh next up we have if you have love in your heart. Then who am I to judge you? In the New Jack City, and that's pretty much in it. New, in New Jack another short one, yeah. It's I, I was expecting a New Jack City uh, reference. So have you se- have you seen that f- that film? I have not seen the flick of New Jack City, but, but you I'm sort of know through us tangentially aware of it. Yeah. See, I wasn't mm-hmm. when I first heard the song, and I thought it was a reference to the wrestler New Jack at first. Is he the one who music would play the whole time he wrestled? No, he's the one who would, like, stab people for real during wrestling matches. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a cool guy. This song's about being a cool wrestler. Yeah, this one's about, like, being a cool light tubes wrestler who, like, gives people blood-transmitted diseases. But <laughs> but actually, it's saying, hey, if you truly have love... Yeah, but it's actually then... just a really pretty song about, like, having love in your heart. Yeah. That's it. Another short run. It's like a minute and like 30 seconds or something. Yeah. Uh, next up. Hey, are you ready to truly become no one? Did you? 
<laughs> this song is about Arya Stark. This song's about Arya Stark. She used to work at the People Pound. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's the House of Black and White. And, <laughs> and some of them do... I used to watch them line up, some sleeping on the ground. That's the people who drink the bad water and die. Uh-huh. And then they yeah. go pick up their bodies. I'm sure people who only got into us for Fun Point are really loving this content. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure most of our listeners, they don't know about Game of Thrones, and they, they only know about, like, high school literature. Uh, so like, oh, yeah. fuck, I wish you'd go back and talk about Ethan Frome more. I, I really want to hear your Beowulf takes. It's fucking sick, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, hey, what if it was a Christ metaphor to me? Uh, a, a thing my teacher told me about it is that at the start, when it's introducing Beowulf, she said the students always compare it to the Grinch because of how it rhymes. That rules. So, like, yeah, they're basically the same person if you think about it. <laughs> One time when I was in high school, I accidentally called the the, the villain um, Grundle, which Grendel? is, instead of Grendel, which I believe is a term for the taint. It's kind of a taint. Yeah, or- <laughs> and I and I, I looked foolish in front of my entire English 4 class. But that's okay, it happens, we made it up. happens to the best of us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I like how this one, it says, you are no one, and it takes one to no one. Yeah, which is what Jacken says. Which is what Jacken says. It kind of gets your gears turning at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is kind of another not a one to joke about, especially near the end. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, this is, like, another one of the, the Mr. C motifs of this one is, like, mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff about, like, homelessness on this album, because mm-hmm. Sean used to work at, like, he, like, he's, I think he has, like, a social work degree, actually, mm-hmm. and he, like, he worked at a homeless shelter and, like, a suicide hotline and, like, all of these sort of, in these sort of, like, abject environments, mm-hmm. and, and yeah, and that's, this song is also about, uh, did you know that capitalism is bad? Oh, and I, I thought he meant he likes it. Well, here's the, so, okay, so he says, like, um, you know, it's it's better for us all if there are no ones, you know, like mm-hmm. because capitalism requires homelessness, did you know? Mm-hmm. And it's a song about how homelessness is produced and it's li- by lack of support materially and socially and stuff like that. But also we're only people and as much as people treat us as people, because we're not islands. John Dunn, I think, is the one that said that. John Dunn. Sure. And that, that's more I'll, British I'll, lit, I'll I guess, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no man is an island. John Dunn, nice. John Dunn, you got it. Perfect. A plus. But yeah, this is another song that's like, that's sad in a less fun way. Mm-hmm. So I skip it a lot when I'm like, I I just need some jams on the way home. Despite the uh, the title of the next one, it's kind of a fun one. Yeah, you might. So it's called, it's called but, Sad Songs hey, Intermission. Hey, but get into it, while well, I still remember, because we talked about it last week and I remembered something we said. Yeah. Let's check in with the, the Patreon. My my title in my notes says Sad Songs Intermission Patreon. Yeah, so patreon.com slash Thrones, where you can donate your monies to us and we'll do fun things with it. Um, at $5 a month, you can submit an album for us to talk about. Uh, and if you want, you can send in a message for us to read, which we have one today. Mm. We'll get to that in a minute. And... Uh, in other, the other shows, we haven't really done it in this one, but in Yadi Yadi Boys and Pigot, you'll get a shout-out in episodes. Yeah. Um, and at $10, you get all that, plus special user status in Discord. And you get to be, kind of have some fun say in our streams, which we frequently do. We uh, we love to remember to do those. We love to famously. remember to do them. We do have one coming up next Friday, um, Autumnal Combat, as I called it, because it's like the first the first day mm-hmm. of fall. You know, I got a sneak peek of the card. It looks good, folks. 
Hey, there is still one surprise you don't even know about. Really? Yeah, the final, the final, uh, the open challenge for the, oh. the title from uh, the botanist. Right. Okay. A- and I, I've uh, not. Hey, I, I definitely don't know who it'd be because it'll happen at that time. But I think it'll be real a uh, fan pleaser. Okay. So tune into that Friday. You know, if you're listening to this when it comes out, September twenty first at eight thirty at twitch.tv slash goodspillion. That's where it'll happen. Mm-hmm. Get, b- make sure to bring your, your signs and... Uh, and your rose oh, emojis. Uh, and your rose emojis. Also, one of my teacher teachers that I work with is a big wrestling fan, and there's a picture of Daniel Bryan on his... Hell yeah. I think I posted it. And he said um, his, like, homecoming is soon or whatever, and they do a big homecoming, like, pep rally or whatever. And he says all the other teachers hate it because the students just take over with chants. Uh-huh. And he's like, actually, I love this. It's like wrestling. It's good to me. I was wearing my famous Daniel Bryan shirt to Moe's Southwest Grill last night uh-huh. uh, when I was ordering my home wrecker, uh, which is a big burrito. <laughs> yeah, that's and what they call it. They have like they funny, kind of like funny, like you, you'd be like, you're like, hey, can I get some salsa? And they mean, they're like, do you mean more cowbell? That's what we call salsa here. And that's kind of what they do, sort of. Uh, well, it looks like I'm not attending the establishment of most they're like they're like hey do you want any uh guac on this and then i'm like no thank you and then they say okay well we'll just jump the shark that's what we call that here can you just call it what it is i've mentioned this on our shows before i hate going to a place and i say i would like the strawberry ice cream but you have to call it like can i can i get the cookie don't you want some from cold stone and the gotta have it size absolutely not i that's like what uh for a while the uh i i like to go to the famous uh cheeseburger restaurant of of wendell's and <laughs> at at wendell's the number one you know just standard kind of regular burger used can to i be get called, a brown cold drink it used to be called dave's hot and juicy uh-huh so i would say i will have the number one please <laughs> <laughs> i'll take the I, piss please i'll i'm i'm take i'm ordering this with my own terminology Come yeah on, thank you uh, so hey, we have a Patreon message. Comes from, uh, in, in Discord, Jared, or Boo Boo Hakusho. Love it. As they're called in Discord. Who's, ding, 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 this is foreshadowing. We're just telling you what's gonna happen. Who's Patreon pick, uh, we mm-hmm. will be listening to for next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to kind of get into a character for this one. Okay, like I'll a famous read, Eddie. I'll, I'll just read the text as it's presented to me with the stage directions. Okay. Um, here we go. Mm. Uh, now, let me be clear. Uh, music uh, makes you lose control. So, there you go. <laughs> Enjoy. Music makes you lose control. Interesting. Yeah, that's it's a song. I think I've heard so, of that. You, you probably heard of that one. Okay. So, there you go. And you can have me do that for $5 if you'd like. <laughs> any, U- any U.S. president that you want specifically Eddie to do a funny impression of, please. Yeah. Just let me know and I'll say whatever you want in the voice of fucking taft or whatever uh-huh and no one knows uh-huh. what that is so i can just i'm i'm uh, president taft. too small oh my goodness that's pretty good that's a good taft impression uh you want to get it to the next song yeah all right sad songs parentheses intermission parentheses uh this is like a country song yeah it's like a fun kind of like a bow 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 it's kind of jaunty 
Yeah, and it's about if, like you, it. if you if it's easy to make it to be a big beloved rock and roll music hall of fame country man, mm-hmm. Grand Ole Opry, if you write happy nice songs, and then it's Sean saying, "But what if I want to write about how I feel sad all the time?" And then it says, "Who fucking gives a rat's ass, Steve?" Just write a love song. Yeah. Do you want some cheese with all that wine? Which is classic. It's good. It's funny. Um. Hey, he also said there's a song that I keep trying to sing t- to no one. To no get one. It? Mm-hmm. Like the, and la- that's like the, the last one we just The song about. is... <laughs> Did I tell you that... Sorry to keep talking about the famous Oh, I do Game have the Game of Thrones thing to talk about as well, but you go first. Did you hear that... Um, so I'm, I'm going to a genius uh, research conference for uh, top geniuses. And mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm d- delivering my paper on Game of Thrones and why it, it has some problems. And mm-hmm. uh, the person who was reviewing my paper said, "If you have a disser- if you don't have your dissertation topic figured out yet, I think you found it." So kind of saying we want more. Yeah. So, but I can't go to my sort of dissertation committee and say, "Hey, you know how I've wanted to talk about all these sort of like highfalutin sort of theoretical things." What if I just gave you 200 pages instead of and oh so now you're asking me where where this sudden interest in Game of Thrones is coming from because I never talk about it uh-huh. in academia. Well, if you if you google me, you might find a podcast <laughs> depending on on your search preferences, you just might uh, Yeah, come so in something. so uh the long and short of of this sort of riff is that um i would like to write my dissertation about it but i can't because i can't have my committee know about my online yeah that happens that's like how in my uh money and literature class the other day my professor uh brought up game of thrones and said who watches it and he says it's like the lannister's motto a lannister always pays his debts (laughs) famous motto that's not the motto it's I never in my life have I been more veins bulging out of my head uh-huh. than that moment. Ugh. I'm I'm over it now. Mm-hmm. I'm past it. Their bad motto is "Hear me roar." That's the actual official house. And words to be of fair, in terms of house words, like except for the Tyrells, it might be the worst one. Like it's really bad. Yeah, it's not growing strong, but yeah, growing strong fucking sucks. But it, I the only to, to to be totally honest, the only thing that stopped me from being like actually is that it's a bad motto. Yeah. So. If it was like the Stark, the Stark words are, there must always be a Stark in Winterfell, then like, yeah. <laughs> there's no stopping you. Hey, the, the Stark words are, that's not you. <laughs> Thank you. A so sad, songs. sad songs. It's good. And I like to hear it. I like, there's, there's, now true AJJ fans might know this feel. There's a line in here that isn't like especially like noticeable to the casual but Mm. at the very end of one of the things he's like the devil stop sending me his songs and Mm. that's that gets me because after this after this album their songs their style really sort of shifts so Mm. he's he's also it sounds like he's sort of like admitting that like fuck the things that i like i'm losing the ability to sing about the things that i used to sing about and mm-hmm. like the future albums, they're like they're still sad and stuff, but they're more like they're more like surreal and like they're more like surreal than this directly it's sad to be alive. Mm-hmm. So it's like Damn. Damn dude. You damn did dude. It. In the intermission, damn, you still did it. <laughs> uh the next song is Zombie by the Cranberries by Andrew Jackson Jihad. Uh huh. <laughs> which is a good title. Which is but... a song. 
the cranberries did it. It's called zombie. They they did it first. It's you just mentioned them changing their style, but to me, this one sounded the most like a song from people who can eat people. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. But that that's more like stylistically and not like lyrically or whatever. Yeah, but. no, this is this would have fit right into all the sort of call and response and the when the saints uh-huh. that would have fit right into the people. Yeah. I like they do it again with another song. I think it's like the kids in America or something where yeah. they just throw another song into their song. Uh huh. They, they do like to do that. Yeah. Um, this is kind of sort of another song about how we're bad to homeless people socially. Yeah. Like how he feels bad. Like if a homeless person asks for a cigarette or change, like there's, it's kind of like an empty gesture. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like the people and a lot of people who like do, do like do sort of help homeless people in like ways that are better than nothing, but still not necessarily transformative. It's mm-hmm. still like, oh, I'm helping out the sinners, but it still sort of keeps them abject and criminal. Yeah. And it's like, spare change is better than nothing, but it's still, it's it's not confronting the structures that cause homelessness. You know, you just, you're just putting a Band-Aid on it, yeah. you know? And Band-Aids are better than an open wound, but... it That's true, but there is he's not other see, stuff he can... Now, yeah, all the fucking idiot punks who listen to this are like, oh, so this means you should be meaner to homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Now I won't give them any money. Yeah. If I see a penny um, on the ground, I keep it. So, the next one, People 2-2, two, two, still people in. Uh-huh. I love to read it. Yeah, it's the this third is... in the People trilogy. <coughs> uh, this is where... Is this when the famous salad glove that you mentioned This is where appears? the salad glove is sort of invented, because he mentions it in the song before we ever learn really what it is. Uh-huh. I still don't... You said it's for eating salad. Yeah, it's a plastic glove that you use because there. Sean explains uh, that there are sort of when you're eating a bowl of salad, there's like you know those hard to reach leaves that are sort of at the bottom of the bowl that like uh-huh. forks can't really get to because it's kind of like stuck there with all the ranch and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, if you have like a plastic glove that's easily washable or disposable, you can just put it over your hand and then just sort of grab it and eat it that way. Just sort of dig in that way. I, I like to go like. Um just full head on into the salad bowl but i'm at the yeah like a john snow daenerys sort of situation i tell my olive garden garden sir fuck you i tell my (laughs) server i would like more of parmesan on Uh this and and then i'll just kind of dive right in there you you hold it (laughs) support me you be my you be my spotter and i'm Uh diving right in there um yeah and it does it does sound like the other people songs from yes, the which, other so album. you are you've 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 been peopled before you've heard people I, I and people ha- too the reckoning from people yeah. album yeah I've, I've been peopled uh once or twice in my life yeah yeah and i um, i this this mm-hmm. song it's one of my favorite songs on the album i think it's one of the best written songs it mm-hmm. also is sort of forever dated now because mm-hmm. for me one of the f- famous lines is hope is for presidents and dreams are for people who are sleeping which is still yeah. like, damn, dude, but also like, that's not the president anymore. What are you doing? Remember um, the other day when the famous president, Barack Obama, who I do a good impression of, said that that's true. Um, the kids are bad or something? Yeah, probably. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, well, he, he he, said, he was, one thing he said was like, I, uh, let me be clear. I, uh, I think that uh, Medicare for all is uh, a pretty good idea. And Ooh. then, and then I said, oh, "Wow, damn, it would be cool if this dude was ever in power." To do yeah, that. If this uh, man. I wish. Wow, I wish someone like that was president. Let's vote one day. for this guy. Yeah, you, can you do it one one more time and say that again <laughs> to me? 
if I were president and I had a full Democratic majority in the House and Senate for two years, I would when pass I'm, it. When I'm president? No, but then it'll just, it'll, then we'll kind of have to, you know, access to, like, affordable. Yeah, you want to have affordable access to the the care. So, at best, we're all two or three bad decisions away from becoming no one in this song. Uh-huh. Which is sort of, if you think about Arya Stark's sort of journey, it makes a lot of sense. Because she only made two or three decisions, and then she was already no one. Like she, her, did, she did it. Her first decision was to get on the boat to the House of Black and White, and then she decided to get hit by a stick. And she decided to get hit by a stick. And the second one was to decide to get stabbed in the middle of the street. She decided to get stabbed, and she decided. then she decided to crawl through some doo-doo water. And then she became no one. That's it. Uh, and yeah, this next- is the one where it's like, your suffering is in some way unique, and that's you're irreplaceable, and it's great, but it also blows. Bam, 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 15 songs, 15 shows. It is. Yeah. It's good. Uh, sorry, bro. Sorry, bro. That's the next one. This is the Kids in America song. This is the Kids in America. Kids in America, yeah. Another, another kind of kind of big one. that Like a fast one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A fast of the punk of, of the punk style. Yeah. And it also says gun in it, so you know that it's, like, cool and exciting. It says stick, stick, stick to your guns. Yeah, like, like, uh, defend pop punk, you know? Wait, fuck. No, wait, I'm thinking of Skate Park. Never mind. Fuck. Oh, that's the next one? Okay, Damn. well, Skate Park Damn. defends, Skate Park's defends pop punk. Yeah, Skate Park defends pop punk. Yeah, Sorry Bro does have kids in America, and this is the one where it's like, uh, you know how to be loved, but you're as clean as a broke dick dog and I don't want to be like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, broke dick dog, I see that. Yeah, it says broke dick dog. Um, now you're gonna you're gonna need to lead me on these because I I don't remember the I remember Big Bird because that's the okay. one that made me feel bad. Yeah, yeah Road to Big Bird. So the sorry, next couple. Sorry, bro. Yeah. It's to me, it's kind of the most forgettable song on the album just because it sets it's sort of similar to the songs around it. Uh-huh. But it's a song about like empathy and like there's a bunch of bad things that happen and it's like there's a big traffic crash. Can't really remember what happened to it. Mm-hmm. And like ah, oh, somebody lost. Uh, somebody like got like a big tumor taken out of their back. That d- sucks for you, dude. And yeah. it also, it's kind of about going on tour and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you. then it, it goes into Skate Park, mm-hmm. which is the one that's like, uh, Skate Park is only 15 minute men songs away, and there's nothing ra- I would rather do on this terrible fucking day. The break, break, break my bones. Break my I like bones. that part. The break, break, break. Yeah, it's good. Because it's about like, so, you know, it's an unhealthy practice of like breaking your bones, but as your bones heal it's still your body is at least improving in some way and break my bones every day dude yeah it's a song about breaking your bones every day uh-huh. kind of as a as a joke and as a, uh, in a funny way yeah yeah and it's like and when you're sad it's e- it's easy to see the bad parts of you and it's hard to see the good parts of you mm-hmm. so it's easier to just go to a skate park and get fucked up real bad yeah and it also talks about guns and it's a fast chorus mm-hmm. i like it yeah uh Next up, we have Freebird, which is a funny thing to title a song. Yeah, it's me. kind of a kind of a bit, a, a little bit. Yeah, I was wondering if if I really genuinely thought it was going to start, and I did. If I sleep <laughs> here tomorrow, but it doesn't. It's it's a different yeah, it's song. It's a great song. It's hard to hear. He does though. say, "I'm as free as a bird," mm-hmm. which is the same. But this one, this one kind of this one like this one gets me because. Uh-huh. Because it's like, you know, you start out and it's like, there's a tongue in my mouth, there's a lock on the door. So it's like, oh, my oh, my dude's getting some. Nice. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. you're making out with someone, having intimacy. But it's like John, a very... John, John Snow. Yeah! Yeah. 
Yeah, there's a tongue in my mouth. There's a Tyrion, there's Tyrion outside. outside my door. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice. But it's about like, you know, how sometimes you can have it good and you can have like physical intimacy with somebody and you can have be having a good time but you still feel numb and sad and it's like fuck dude damn mm-hmm. that damn, sure is depression it. to me he, he does say uh, um he says satan in this one i don't know if you can if you're allowed to say that well can you say can you say the word of, of Satan? can i say it personally yeah. no okay can he say it? yes okay all right because he dressed up like him for the fuck the devil uh video that's that's funny to me but it's like he says he sees that bad man's face when I look in the mirror. Yeah, and I see God inside all the people I meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so sort it's of a like... sort of a Kurt Vonnegut sort of ethical humanism going on there. Have you? Oh, um, the new season of American Vandal came out. Have you? Did you watch the first one? I have no idea what that show is. It's so good, dude. So the premise it's it's kind of filmed like a documentary, like a true crime serial style documentary. But the first season is about someone drew dicks on like twenty cars in a high school. Oh, sick. And it's, you think, like, I remember seeing the trailer for it, and I was like, this is pretty funny, but I don't think they can, like, hold up this joke for an entire season. Uh Uh-huh. It's so good. You have to watch it. So it's not, like, a super serious sort of thing? It isn't super serious, but it does kind of, like, the theme of the first season is kind of, like, how people sort of live up to the expectations you set for them, Mm -hmm. and how, like, you present yourself in kind of high school, and, like... Stuff like that. Okay. The, the, the second season is about a, a, a prank someone pulled that made everyone in the high school shit their pants. Nice. So that's, it's good. Again, it's like, wow, that's goofy, but it seems to be about kind of like how, like, from the start, about like coerced confessions and like... Okay, Happy Weed Minute, how, by the way. Happy Weed Minute. And it's really good. I haven't, I've only seen two episodes of it, but it's really good. Did you ever watch High School Stories on MTV, music television? Is that with Zac Efron? No, it's like a document. It's like an actual like documentary, and it's like here's high school funny pranks that happened and what people did. I have not because I love that show a lot. And <laughs> whenever I think of English teacher bullshit, um, mm-hmm. it has the most primo example of it to me, which is where there's this one episode where some kids they were graduating high school and they thought it would be a funny senior prank to go fork the quad. Mm-hmm. You know, you go in, you get a bunch of disposable forks, and you put them all in the dirt, and then it takes yeah. a long time to pick them up. You know. Mm-hmm. And then um, the principal was like, hey, who did this? And then everybody was like, I don't know. And then they found out through, like, surveillance or something. And they knew they were caught because the kids, they walked into their English class and written on the board was that fucking Macbeth quote where it's like, ah, oh, what a tangled web we weave when yeah. first we practice to deceive. <laughs> and it's like, nice. yeah, English teachers are good now. Hey, guess what? I know. Yeah. Six days, baby. <laughs> Um, and then hey. this song is about how you're you're free, but like in the sense that like a bird who's like out in the middle of the ocean with nowhere to land is free and they're gonna die, or like nice. in the sense that like a homeless person who has become no one who has no resources is free. Mm-hmm. Is it's free. Like, damn, I guess no man is an island. Fuck. Quote unquote. Anyways. Anyways, the next one is Big Bird. Big. This is the f- big Bird. A fucking Big Bird, dude. And this is the feel bad one. Yeah. My man's afraid just, of stuff. He's afraid of lots of stuff, kind of like your dog not loving you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is bad to me. And also, uh, hey, ki- remember, y- y'all heard of Kitty Genovese? 
Huh? Yeah, the sort of. The I said I know that reference. I know that from social yes. psychology, the bystander effect. Mm-hmm. And they didn't like her. There's that too. That's true. Uh, but there's a big bird that lives in their city and doesn't give a damn about me. And it dies every night. And I didn't realize until like a month ago in like one of the AJJ shit posting groups that I'm in because that's just mm-hmm. sort of where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, that. A big red bird is kind of like a phoenix, and he's uh-huh. from Phoenix, and ah, it lives the under Arizona. his city. So it's okay. kind of like a funny under the bridge. Okay, because I, I was thinking I don't really get the big bird. I was I was hoping you would explain kind of that. that yeah, I mean to it me. could just be about a big bird, but like they uh-huh. use there's they have this like EP rompilation that has a sort of big red bird on it over uh-huh. a skyline. So it's I probably think it's, a phoenix thing. I think it's kind of an under the bridge. The city I live in, City of Angels, like a it's like a love letter to a city, but it's not really a love letter. It's just kind of like a like a hate letter or like a sad letter. letter. And then um, I know we were all waiting for the transformation. This is when he finally does become the knife man. Yeah. So this at is the end of this one. you know he's you know he's he sings he's I'm afraid it's hard to be myself. And then he says that he's a knife. And if you think, and then we see there's sort of framing from the first and the last song, which I always, long time fun point listeners will know, I love, a, I love a framing between first and last. Cause mm-hmm. at the beginning we learn that his solitude was a knife, the Michael Jordan of drunk driving. And oh, then he's shit. saying, his yeah, soli- dude. it's a syllogism, baby. Cause his solitude was a knife. I am a mm-hmm. knife. So I have become my solitude. Damn. The titular knife man. I have me. become. Now, did you hear him say, I am a knife man at the end? No, because this is. A I just heard I point. am a knife, and I just assumed like ah, that's what it is. Yeah, because the lyrics they say I am a knife. It goes like I am a knife, and he says it twice. Yeah, that's and then at the yeah. very end, apparently he says I am a knife man, but like the music is so distorted and loud at that point mm. that mm. it's very people are very split as to whether he says it. I don't hear I don't hear the man at all. I didn't hear it, but maybe that that's what the the bird was saying when it was tweeting. You know? Oh, like oh! It's, it's like a blood raven, kind of like a blood raven. Yeah, yeah. The bird says it. She says, "You are the knife man now." And can I, he? He does say that, and then that's <laughs> that's what Sean says when he closes his concerts. <laughs> and can, this this one goes to all of the people who became fucking knife men out there. <laughs> and then he plays this one, and then everyone loves it, and they clap and cheer. The song does fucking rule as like an encore. It's yeah, th- very good. Uh huh. Because when you're in a room with 100 people and you all become knives, it's really yeah. good. It's, it seems like a good thing Dude, to we're, like, we're a fucking kitchen cabinet in there. It rules. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah that's uh, that's this one. That's and that's nice it. Man. And now we're all Marge Simpsons. <laughs> it's good. And a good album that makes you feel bad. Mm-hmm. That's how I like to d- describe it. This one, uh, had a, this was the sort of when I when I told you last week, I was like, "There's some big choruses on here." I was thinking of the big "I am a knife" here. Mm-hmm. It's good. I liked it. Thanks. Uh, I, I'm sorry to ask every week, but what comes first now? Uh, Slap City. Slap City's first. Okay. Uh, I think I went first last week. Yes. So okay, lay it on me. Um. So before I, cause just because I don't want to do the same one, did you pick? Mm-hmm. A song that is based on one of the things that was mentioned in this album? I have a funny path to get to the one I took, but it's absolutely, completely unrelated to everything that this sounds like. Okay, great. My song is Zombie by the Cranberries. Okay! (laughs) 
Just wanted to make sure we didn't do the, it's like... good. Because, yeah, if you had that, I had some backups. But, you know, I honestly, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I had never heard that song prior to Knife Man. So I really? did, I straight up just thought it was a cover. And oh. and then, like, actually, like, when the lead singer uh, passed away this, earlier this year, I think, I went and I listened to it. And I was like, oh, this, number one, it's a big different song. They don't talk about yeah. when the saints come marching in, they will feed you so much pizza at all. Uh, this one's in your head. Yeah, it's in... And then she and then she does a bunch of like vowel sounds. You know, it's mm-hmm. like eh, eh, oh, mm-hmm. oh, and it's good. I like that. And yeah. I think it's a good song, and I think it slaps. It's a good song. Uh, so I, because I thought, I, I appreciate you taking not picking the same artist because I was wor- originally worried that like I was going to pick another folk punky kind of thing, and I didn't want too much of that bundle together. Right. You know. So, yeah, that was so. Since I already picked, like I already did, I miss you a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I do want to say that. I'm eventually gonna have to start re- reusing artists every now and then. Yeah, that maybe we'll come up with a. There has to be a buffer period. Yeah, just to kind of get it, get an official ruling. Oh, we'll go to the judges and see. But like, like Google Bordello is gonna make another appearance at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna talk about Fleetwood Mac at some point. So, did you know? Happen. I thank you for putting the one song of of Rhiannon on there because mm-hmm. I never knew that Stevie Nicks was saying a word. In that chorus. I thought, I always thought she was just going, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you never knew the title of the song? No, I sure didn't. <laughs> so thank you. I learned a lot right. on this podcast. I hope you like to hear it. Yeah, it was good. Um, so I went in a totally different direction with this one. Okay. One is, so this song is kind of about um, being in a, a bad relationship, but it's like a cheating, like you know the other person's cheating on you. And you're like looking for, you know, you can see all the things they're doing and you're like, I'm going to get out of this and I'm going to be stronger and I'm going to be better. Uh-huh. And the second reason I picked it is because uh, a lot of people, I think it's mostly fans like to make fun of like the folk punky singer guys who yeah, are always for, bad uh, for, sing. You know what? And they have a point. It's, but it's because we appreciate it. Yeah. My so favorite I genre think, is guy who doesn't know how to sing, but still tries. So, so I went in the, the, to the opposite end of the spectrum and picked a song by one of the greatest singers of all time. Okay. <laughs> this is It's Not Right, But It's Okay by Whitney Houston. Very good. Specifically, it's a funny name. It's the Thunderpuss remix. Okay. <laughs> which, is, which is kind of the club banger version. So is Thunderpuss a sort of person who remixed it? Is that- I, I, yeah, it says Thunderpuss mix. So I believe uh-huh. that's kind of who did this one. It's so fucking good. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, it's just like a fucking club banger. And I guess this is in the original song too, but at the last verse when she's like you are making a fool of me ah. yeah, she yeah. Does that. did you hear the song i picked no i didn't oh it's not right but it's okay come on winnie yeah yeah the, the fucking come on thunderpuss in her voice is um, amazing like listen for that if you never heard this one before it's it's so good love it and uh 
so yeah, we'll be uh, hitting the club tonight and listening to that one. Mm-hmm. Little known fact. Uh, Kim's here, by the way. Hey, Hi. Kim. Little known fact. Whitney Houston uh, did a cameo appearance on I'm Not a Player, I Just Crush a Lot, so maybe Brooks has heard it. I what have now. Oh, it was a joke. <laughs> Good one, Kim. Thanks. Uh, now it's questions, right? Did, so Kim just sort of did a big pun. She did a. She did just do a big pun. Yes. Nice. Thanks. That's, that's do you want to do one now, Eddie? Books. Do you have I one? Have a question. No, I. I can't. I can't live up to that. So right. I'll yeah. Just, it's I'll a high high bar. Way. And we'll just kind of uh, swerve on into questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Funpointcast at uh, at gmail dot com and on Tumblr, if you want to send one in. Uh, this one comes in from friend of the show Scout, who asked, "Hi, Brooks and Eddie. Please detail me on how you feel about the band of Dave Matthews, <laughs> because I know this is a hot topic on the internet, and I just need to know before I actually send you an album." So, how do you feel about uh, Big Dave? Um, I gotta, I gotta be honest. Uh, I'm mostly unfamiliar. Yeah, all I know is Crash Into Me, and maybe one more. There's the ant. No, marching. I'm thinking of what's what's the band of the guy who plays all the harmonicas? Uh, blues travel. I was thinking of blues travel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Close. Yeah, why well, aren't I getting around around? That's them, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what. I, so all I know is crash into me. So Dave Matthews is a band that, despite knowing next to nothing about, I have historically and scout. I'm not going to do this to you <laughs> because you're my friend, but historically, like when I was in high school, I would make fun of people for listening to Dave Matthews. But other than that, I don't know. But it was Who's... me wearing the Red Hot Chili Peppers Stadium yeah. Arcadium shirt while being like, fucking... Dave Matthews isn't Banana Pancakes, right? No, that's Jack Johnson. Okay, see, I know nothing about Dave Matthews. I can't believe I know more about music than you. It's true, you know a lot. I do. Yeah, so I don't I don't like to hear the crash into me when he says, Crash. No. I don't like that. Seems as if he's released a song in 2018 called Samurai Cop. Okay. So kinda... maybe that's probably what Scout would want to send in. People I'm can guessing. change. So, yeah. Uh, next up, we have one from Anonymous who says, Make Brooks rank all the AJJ albums. Give me some reggae voice. Give me some hot takes. Love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what do, you, what do you got? So the way in which I think about I have sort of tiers mm-hmm. for, like, before I actually, like, rank them, I have, like, sort of, you know, I have areas that they fit in, and within those, you know, it's like how how uh, how Battle Tendency and, and, and Diamond uh-huh. is Unbreakable are both, like, top tier, regardless of where I put them in. Yeah. And I put number four higher, of course, but. Mm-hmm. So, like, the top tier is, it's for me, is Knife Man and People. Those are the two best ones. Mm-hmm. The two the two pretty good ones that I like a lot are Christmas Island and Can't Maintain. And mm-hmm. um, the ones that I, eh, I don't really like so much, they're still fine, uh, are The Bible 2, which is the best name, and mm-hmm. Candy Cigarettes and Cap Guns, which is their first album, and it sucks. <laughs> okay, there you so go. So I had to, the rank is uh, Knife Man, People, Christmas Island, Can't Maintain, Bible 2, Candy Cigarettes. I mean, your top two are the ones I know now, so... Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to agree on this one. And and my whether people or knife man is better changes on a day to day basis, but that's the law today. 
It's probably whichever, if you're like me, it's whatever the last one you listened to was. Yeah, because if I, like, you're a parasympathetic nervous system reacts, I'm like, fuck you're yeah, in dude. fight or flight mode, yeah. Yeah, it's and good. like Personal Space Invaders, like, maybe my favorite song, so, I don't know. like the four, four Fortnite I have. Oh, right. I don't like that one. Gonna have to disagree with you, I love that song. <laughs> I, I just don't like that part. Foraging forest, five footsteps uh, away. Yeah. It's about a rabbit, it's good. It is. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question comes in from friend of the show, Postdo, who asked, what's your depression album? (laughs) (laughs) Is listening to something just to experience how bad it makes you feel when you're already down a bad idea, or does it really help? Um, for me personally, I'm the picture of the bad man of Kramer from Seinfeld when he says, here's to feeling good all the time. Oh, okay. And he has, like, beers and cigarettes in his mouth, so I usually only listen to things that make me feel good. Mm. So... I can't really. I'm, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> if I, I mean, like, it, it varies, but usually if I'm, like, if I'm in a bad mood and I listen to Katrina and the Waves Walking on Sunshine, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, this is what all the people who aren't me are feeling and I can't relate to it. Oops, I feel worse. Mm-hmm. So then I ask Sean to read the words on my heart and then uh, he, he reads them and it says, like, you don't deserve yourself. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. My depression albums, one of them's Knife Man. Uh-huh. I also, uh, I, I really like, uh, Daniel Johnson I go to when I'm depressed a lot, and Hi How Are You is probably the, the most accessible one for a very, a person who is very not necessarily accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Thunder Thighs by Kimya Dawson is really good. If I do want to <laughs> feel better, I will listen to Kimya Dawson. Uh-huh. But if I want to, if I want to get sadder, which is usually the case, then I listen to sad things and it doesn't help but i like it uh next question comes in from anonymous who asks do you think michael jordan knows about the michael jordan of drunk driving god i hope so god i hope so (laughs) and ajj sued by famous basketball player michael jordan (laughs) uh fuck warlock asked the question this one says people who can't eat people are the luckiest people in the world presumably because they have normal tummy Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the full curve on a good quote yeah <laughs> god i wish that were me that's like the the trade-off it's like you will have normal tummy but <laughs> but you do have also now have the ability to eat people yeah you don't have to yeah but you can uh next one from ducky aisha on twitter because i can't say the other name you can't say t- clodius pull care no i don't know that this one's for eddie Small Red Boy on the new AJJ album. Is it an Edward Elric song or what? Thanks for watching the only good anime. Uh, y'all heard about Full Metal Alchemist? Seems like you've been watching that one lately. It's good, dude. Yeah? Uh, yeah. I I said this the other day, but I'm only about halfway through it, but I can already see it being in, like, my top five by the time I'm done. So can you help me as a person who knows two anime of JoJo and My Hero Academia, how it sort of stacks up to that? Uh, it's, well, the one good thing about it that I learned the other day is it's written by a woman. Well, that's kind so of a big that, important change, of, honestly. Kind of, a big, kind of a big change from the stuff we we normally uh, take in. Yeah, remember Anne? Uh-huh. From JoJo? Yeah, I do, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, that's I, good. I don't know, it's it's a lot about, um, I'm I'm trying to find if you do watch it, I don't want to say too much about it because right. I knew some of the bit th- big things that happened just by like anime osmosis. Uh-huh. But it's a lot about 
it's weird. Anime osmosis, like, what is that? Cells at work? Folks. There, hey, hey! Thank you. <laughs> this new Brooks, he knows about anime. Yeah, I love it. Um, it's, it's just a little kind of fun show about two small boys who try to do magic, but they do too much magic, and it's bad. Okay. That's all I'll say. And one of them is in a big suit of armor. And I will so. say, so I don't know anything about that or who Edward Elric is, mm-hmm. but Small Red Boy from the AJJ album is good. Okay, I haven't listened. Yeah, it's a song. So I'll, it's I'll a song about Sean sort of giving birth to a to a like a small demon, and then the demon says, "Hey, I'm your son now." And then he says, "Great." And then they build to a big chorus, and it's good. So that okay. probably is what Full Metal Alchemist is about. That's probably what Full Metal Alchemist is about. Yeah, kind of kind of a homunculus. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On that one. Okay, yeah, it connects. Uh, that's it for this week. Thank you for sending your questions. Funpointcast at gmail.com. Thank you. And now it's time for our, our the album we're going to talk about. Okay. Let me get let me get back to... I gotta find this one. The actual... It's going to be weird to, like, actually have to listen to new music after the last two weeks of just being like, ugh, I don't have to worry about that at all. Well... Uh, it's what I'm very familiar with. I don't know how much, how you, you like, how much you listen oh, to. Oh, I'm, I'm glad. Well, but it is an album. The summer it came out, I listened to this album every single day. Okay, so it's not an oldies one. No, from, uh, same, uh, as the the message you read today, Boo Boo Hakusho, okay. Jared, in, uh, Pigot chat, would like for us to listen to the 2013 album, Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. Okay! So you're familiar with this one. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Jolly Raunchy Rapper. Ra- Judge, Rancher. Yeah. yeah. Uh, bang, 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 skeet, skeet, skeet. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just looking so- up some stuff before this album came out. He put this out when he was fucking 20 years old. That's Great. Love to hear inc- that. <laughs> inconceivable. To- for all the things both good and bad about that, which we'll get into. Yeah, there are some. Even in the song I just referenced, there's some, some sort of some stuff. Prob- a little problematic lyrics uh, in yeah. that one. Yeah, but it's uh, really good, and we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. All right. Also, that's gonna be also, fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Also, I like that Twista is on a song. Oh yeah, <laughs> the famous always, fast man of Twista. Always appreciate a good uh, Twista feature uh-huh. on an album. So yeah, next week, Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. So we'll see you then. You know what's a fucking good album? What? In addition to Acid Rap and the ones we've been talking about? Mm-hmm. Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. You see, you're, that's still on heavy rotation, huh? I've been really returning to a lot. Like, the main two albums that I've been returning to a lot so far, and I've returned to all of them at least a couple times. I've even, you know, I've popped into Tell Them That It's My Birthday, So Yummy, mm-hmm. quite a bit. Uh-huh. But I've really been doing a lot of Red-Eyed Soul and Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. By the grace of God! <laughs> it's good stuff. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, but all right, episode. acid rap. Acid rap. Uh, give me some reggae. Uh, Semper funny for us. Thank you to the Riz of the Jizzle, Dirty Bastard, Insected Deck, Raekwon, <laughs> the, the Chef, Method Man, Red Man. Johnny Christ. Ghost, Ghost Sinister Gates. Yeah. M Shadows. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.